Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Tuesday, October 25th. U.S. stocks traded higher as Treasury yields and the U.S. dollar pulled back, while investors digested a host of corporate results. Earnings reports painted a mixed picture as Dow member Coca-Cola beat earnings estimates and raised its guidance, while Dow member 3M also announced a positive earnings surprise but lowered its full-year outlook. Additionally, General Electric missed earnings expectations and lowered guidance, and General Motors topped profit projections. In economic news, home prices declined more than expected in August, consumer confidence decreased, and regional manufacturing fell more than forecasted. Crude oil and gold prices gained ground. Markets in Asia finished mixed as economic uncertainty continued to weigh on conviction, while European stocks finished mostly higher following economic reports and the political situation in the UK. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 337 points, or 1.1%, to 31,837. The S&P 500 Index gained 62 points, or 1.6%, to 3,859. And the Nasdaq Composite advanced 247 points, or 2.3%, to 11,199. In moderate volume, 4.8 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil gained $0.74 to $85.32 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price increased $4.10 to $1,658.20 per ounce, and the dollar index dropped 1.1% to 110.90. In equity news on Tuesday, Dow member Coca-Cola Company, ticker symbol KO, posted third quarter earnings per share of $0.69 versus the $0.64 fact-set estimate as net revenues grew 10% year-over-year to $11.1 billion, north of the expected $10.5 billion. The multinational beverage company discussed the resiliency of its business in the face of a dynamic operating and macroeconomic environment, but did note that its financials were negatively impacted by currency headwinds. In terms of guidance, Coca-Cola expects fourth-quarter comparable earnings per share growth to include a 9% currency headwind based on the current rates, which will also include the impact of hedged positions. The company raised its full-year outlook. Shares rose. Dow member 3M Company, ticker symbol MMM, announced an adjusted third-quarter earnings per share of $2.69, north of the anticipated $2.60, as revenues declined 4% year-over-year to $8.6 billion versus the $8.71 billion estimate. The decline in revenues included negative impacts from divestitures and foreign currency translation. 3M discussed the highly uncertain environment and said, quote, We delivered sequential and year-over-year margin expansion amidst macroeconomic challenges and the strengthening U.S. dollar, end quote. The multinational conglomerate, which operates in fields of industry, workers' safety, U.S. healthcare, and consumer goods, lowered its full-year guidance. Shares of 3M nudged higher. General Electric Company, ticker symbol GE, reported adjusted third-quarter earnings per share of $0.35, well below the $0.47 estimate, as revenues rose 7% year-over-year to $18.44 billion, roughly in line with estimates. 
Chairman and CEO H. Lawrence Culp Jr. said, quote, Our team is delivering with a strong aerospace performance in the third quarter, fueled by the improving commercial backdrop and our progress managing operations and the supply chain environment, end quote. He went on to discuss how recent U.S. legislation and the energy crisis in Europe were catalysts that led to increased investment in new decarbonization technologies. The conglomerate, which operates in the aerospace, energy, and healthcare sectors, lowered its full-year guidance. Shares declined. General Motors Company, ticker symbol GM, reported adjusted third-quarter earnings per share of $2.25, above the expected $1.88 estimate, as revenues grew 56.4% year-over-year to $41.9 billion, below the expected $42.1 billion. General Motors said full-size pickups, full-size SUVs, and Cadillac Escalade sales led the way. The company reaffirmed its full-year guidance despite noting a challenging environment because demand continues to be strong and it is actively managing the headwinds it faces. General Motors traded higher. Stocks continued to build on last week's sharp rise, which was the best weekly gain since June, as bond yield and the U.S. dollar pulled back. Treasury yields and the U.S. dollar have risen, adding to global economic pressure and threatening corporate profits, as discussed in the latest Schwab market perspective titled No Stopping the Fed. Meanwhile, the third quarter earnings season is set to hit a higher gear this week, and Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders discusses in her article titled Earnings, Trampled Underfoot, how the bear market has been driven by multiple compression, making valuations look relatively compelling, but expected weakness in earnings may limit the upside potential for stocks. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter at Lizanne Saunders. Additionally, Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop CFA notes in his latest article titled The End of Earnings Growth, how the earnings outlook is dimming as the economy slows, which could result in cuts to earnings forecasts and downside for stocks. However, Jeff points out that UK earnings have been a surprising outperformer. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeffrey Kleintop. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Tuesday, the 20-city composite S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller Home Price Index for August showed a 13.1% year-over-year gain in home prices, below the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a 14% rise and versus the prior month's downwardly revised 16.01% increase. Home prices were down 1.3% month-over-month on a seasonally adjusted basis, compared to forecasts calling for a 0.8% decline and versus the prior month's downwardly revised 0.69% decrease. The Conference Board's Consumer Confidence Survey decreased to 102.5 in October from September's downwardly revised 107.8 level and versus the Bloomberg estimate calling for a reading of 106. The movement was led by the Expectations Index of Business Conditions for the next six months portion of the index, which decreased to 78.1 from September's downwardly revised 79.5 level. A reading below 80 for the Expectations Index suggests recession risk appears to be rising. The Present Situation Index portion of the survey decreased to 138.9 from the previous month's upwardly revised 150.2 level. 
Lynn Franco, Senior Director of Economic Indicators at the Conference Board, stated, quote, consumer confidence retreated in October after advancing in August and September. The present situation index fell sharply, suggesting economic growth slowed to start the fourth quarter. Consumers' expectations regarding the short-term outlook remained dismal, end quote. The report noted how inflationary concerns, which had been receding since July, picked up again, led by a rise in food and gas prices. Franco also said, quote, looking ahead, inflationary pressures will continue to pose strong headwinds to consumer confidence and spending, which could result in a challenging holiday season for retailers. And given inventories are already in place, if demand falls short, it may result in steep discounting, which would reduce retailers' profit margins, end quote. On employment, the labor differential, consumers' appraisal of jobs being plentiful minus being hard to get, decreased to 32.5 from the 31.8 level posted in September. The Richmond Fed Manufacturing Activity Index reported weaker conditions than expected in October, as shown by a drop to negative 10 versus the predicted negative 5 reading, which was below September's zero level. A reading of zero is the demarcation point between expansion and contraction. New order volumes, capacity utilization, vendor lead times, the backlog of new orders, and local business conditions all declined further into contraction territory. Shipments fell into contraction territory, while capital expenditures and wages also declined but remained expansionary. Treasury yields were lower, with the yield on the two-year note down two basis points to 4.46%, the yield on the 10-year note dropping 15 basis points to 4.08%, and the 30-year bond rate decreasing 12 basis points to 4.23%. Concerns about the ability of the global economy to cope with the persistent rise in bond yields across the globe that have come amid tightening monetary policies around the world has upped the recent volatility in the markets. The Fed has led the charge, and Schwab's chief fixed-income strategist Kathy Jones discusses this in her latest article titled Markets to Fed, Slow Down, You Move Too Fast, and how, if these trends continue, the Fed may end up slowing its pace of tightening but not stopping it. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. In her latest article, Different Strings, Similar Story, Schwab's Lizanne Saunders discusses how a lot of attention has been paid to the elevated risk and announcement of a recession, but investors should instead focus on signals coming from leading economic indicators. Tomorrow's economic calendar will bring some housing data in the form of the MBA mortgage applications release, along with new home sales for September, projected to fall 15.3% month-over-month to an annual rate of 580,000 units. Also, we will get preliminary reports on wholesale inventories and the trade balance for September, with the former expected to rise 1% month-over-month, and the latter to show the deficit increased to $87.5 billion from $87.3 billion in August. In international news on Tuesday, stocks in Europe finished mostly higher to continue yesterday's rally. Political developments out of the UK were in focus as Rishi Sunak is set to become the new Prime Minister. In a speech, Sunak stated, quote, Our country is facing a profound economic crisis, end quote, and went on to say, quote, I will place economic stability and confidence at the heart of the government's agenda. This will mean difficult decisions to come, end quote. 
His appointment came as former Prime Minister Liz Truss resigned last Thursday following a failed tax-cutting budget that rocked financial markets, particularly for bonds and currencies. In economic news in the region, Germany's business expectation survey for October increased from last month as both the current business conditions and business sentiment portions of the survey rose more than forecast. Additionally, Spain's producer price index increased 35.6% year-over-year, below the prior month's 42.9% rise. Mounting inflation worries have been exacerbated by the persistent energy crisis in the region due to the continued war in Ukraine. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes in an article titled, What's Next? Good, Bad, and Ugly, that the persistence of global inflation could determine which of the three paths central banks may follow and which market qualities investors might consider for their portfolios. The British pound and the euro gained ground versus the U.S. dollar, while bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. were lower. Germany's DAX index increased 0.9%, Spain's IBEX 35 index was up 1.5%, Italy's FTSE MIB index gained 1.4%, France's CAC 40 index rose 1.9%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 1.7% higher, while the UK FTSE 100 index finished little changed. Stocks in Asia finished mixed, with mainland Chinese and Hong Kong stocks ending relatively lower in volatile trading, while other stocks in the region rose following yesterday's rally in the US. The implications from the conclusion of China's 20th National Congress, along with disappointing earnings results, seemed to weigh on market sentiment. In economic news, Japan's core CPI rose 2% year-over-year, above forecasts calling for it to remain at the previous month's reading of a 1.9% growth rate. International markets remain uneasy amid expectations that central banks across the globe will continue to tighten monetary policy. Although, while other major central banks tighten policy, Japan has maintained its accommodative status and China has actually provided further stimulus, which has weighed on their respective currencies. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop provides commentary on China's situation in his article titled China Q&A Top 5 Questions, discussing various topics including inflationary concerns, currency movements, government policies, and more. In other economic news in the region, South Korea's consumer confidence for October declined versus September's level. Japan's Nikkei 225 index rose 1.1% amid continued weakness in the yen, as the nation's currency has remained near a 32-year low versus the U.S. dollar. China's Shanghai Composite Index was relatively unchanged, but the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index nudged 0.1% lower in volatile trading. South Korea's Kospi Index lost 0.1%, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index declined 0.5%, while Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index finished 0.3% higher. The international economic calendar will be relatively light tomorrow, with Australian consumer price inflation figures being accompanied by the French Consumer Confidence Report. That concludes the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Tuesday, October 25th.